This week on the Small Church Media Podcast, we are sitting down with the one and only Adam Meyer of Worship Tools, or as you may have heard of it called, Worship Extreme. Today, we're going to sit down and have a conversation with him all around the idea of how we can plan, staff, execute, and present a Sunday morning worship service for completely free. You heard that right. Everything you need to do to plan and orchestrate and pull off your Sunday morning worship service for completely free using worship tools. You ready to find out? Let's go. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. We have a great interview lined up for this week's conversation of the Small Church Media Podcast with Adam Meyer of Worship Tools. But before we jump into that conversation, I first want to let you know that, yes, we are out of Easter weekend. However, well, not really however, it's more of a, and guess what's coming up next? I'm sure you already know it, but Mother's Day is happening this weekend. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but Mother's Day is actually one of the most highly attended worship services because so many people want to make mama happy. And when mama says, we go in church, then we go to lunch afterwards, they follow suit and they go with mom. And so my question for you, small church, is are you ready graphically for Mother's Day? Over on the Small Church Media website, smallchurch.media, I created a free Mother's Day graphic for you to use completely free. It includes two different social media graphics. Well, they're the same style of graphic, but two different phrases. One says, Happy Mother's Day. The other one says, We love you, Mom, or You're the best mom. To be honest with you, I probably should know what it actually says, and for some reason, I am just absolutely blinking. Oh, thank you, Mom. It says, Thank you, Mom. So, first one says, Happy Mother's Day. The other one says, Thank you, Mom. We created this, this social media graphic for you to be able to use on Sunday on your social media channels just to say thank you to all the mothers at your church. I also made it in a landscape version as well, so you could use it on your announcement slides, or maybe you want to do a Mother's Day sermon. That way you could put it on your sermon slides as well. So head over to smallchurch.media, click the free resources library, and download that Happy Mother's Day 2022 graphic for your church. And if you have already either you know downloaded something free from our website or you have signed up to receive email notif- email notifications, man, I'm having a hard time talking today. I didn't have a hard time talking with Adam, so we'll get to that <laughs> here in a second. But if you are signed up for our email newsletter, you would have received an email yesterday from me telling you that the Mother's Day graphic has officially dropped in the store. I have not told anybody else this, but we also dropped another social media graphic pack over there in the free resource library. So head over there to download various uh, various social media graphics, various sermon series graphics, and even get the free downloadable PDF small church website audit or the Mother's Day graphics for your church. Now, I'll tell you what, guys, I'm really excited for this interview. This is something that Adam and I have been working on doing for, well, since the end of last year, actually, is when I first had a conversation with him about getting him on the podcast. But they've been working really hard as a re- from doing a rebrand where they used to be called Worship Extreme. Now they're called Worship Tools. They offer Worship Tools Presenter, which is your kind of like your PowerPoint screen or your Pro Presenter or your PowerPoint, Google Slides, that similar sort of presenter software, which was their flagship 
worship software, but now they also have worship tools planning where you literally can get your volunteers all on the same page. You can get your order of service ready to go. You can make sure that even your volunteers get notified that they are serving that weekend. And they also recently kicked out Music Stand, which is literally the easiest way for a worship leader to use their iPad, have it connect with both Worship Tools Presenter and Planning, so you can literally have your sheet music right in front of you, uh, change what key you want the song to be right in front of you, and have everything all sync in the cloud. It's a really, really amazing tool. It's an amazing software, and I know you're going to enjoy this conversation. So I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's just get into it. Here's my conversation with Adam Meyer of Worship Tools. Well, Adam Myers, welcome to the podcast, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. You bet. You bet. Now, I do have to make sure we kind of lean into this a little bit. Just recently, you guys went by a different name, right? That's correct. Yes. We used to be uh, known as Worship Extreme. And about a month ago, we transitioned to Worship Tools. Right. And I remember we were talking, oh goodness, what was that? At the end of last year, I think. And we were talking about just trying to get like you on the podcast because, you know, part of the, the whole deal with this podcast is trying to provide f- not even just free, but the best tools and resources that we possibly could. And if they were free, hey, that's even better. And so we've, we've done a lot of plugs of worship extreme and services and music stand throughout the life of this podcast. And I'm like, man, we just got to get Adam on this show. And you said, hold up. We're doing a rebrand. Just hold on before we before we were able to jump into it. So, um, if you don't mind me asking, this isn't part of the questions or, or prep or anything like that. But have things been going well since you guys have rebranded, or is it more of just people are like, "Oh, yeah, okay, cool, whatever, moving on." Yeah, no, things. I think things have gone well. We received a few comments from people saying they they like the new name, but. Um you know, like, like most people that are using our tools, they're focused on, you know, getting stuff ready for, for Sunday morning. And, you know, at the end of the day, what the, the name of the tool they're using is kind of, I think not on the, on their high on their priority list, but Hey, if it works well for them, that's, what's going to uh, make them happy and, 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 and serve them well. So, and that's it. As long as it works, as long as nothing crashes, yep. yeah. you're not getting <laughs> phone calls at Sunday morning at six like or at six or 7am. That's that, that's a win. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Oh goodness, man. Well, Hey dude, Adam. So seriously, I would love for you just to, to tell the, the audience a little bit about just yourself, the journey you had, the journey that worship tools has been on and kind of just the history of even why you founded the software that you did. Yeah. So it's been around for a while. I started, uh, well back then it was worship extreme. I was in high school at the time. So it was over 10 years ago and I was serving on my tech team at my local church and um, you know, the, the options that we had for presentation software were, uh, definitely more limited than they are today. And we had one of the expensive products, but it just wasn't, um, you know, wasn't working well for us. I remember, I specifically remember it wouldn't import a certain video type that, you know, a certain file type that, that we needed. And, um, I had a interest and a passion in software development. Uh, and so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to build something or, or, or at least attempt to build something. And so that kind of started the whole, whole journey. And for probably the first six or seven years, it was just a free download uh, on my website that, you know, any church could, could pull up and give a try, you know, download it and use it. And, um, I was just kind of over the, over those years, I was shocked at how many people 
were interested in uh, just a free presentation software that was volunteer friendly and easy to use. And so I'm like, oh, I, I'm going to do a, and in that time I kind of learned how to write software a little bit better. And so I'm like, I'm going to rewrite this and, um, uh, see if, uh, you know, even more people could take advantage of it. And so that's when, you know, added the Mac version and, um, just even saw more of an adoption there. And then, um, over the last few years, we've even grown to, to some other apps too. And, um, so a planning app, a music stand app, and then the presentation app. And so, um, yeah, it's just kind of been a discovery of my own as, you know, as I build software and then, um, as we kind of learn what, what churches need and what they want and what makes their volunteers happy, that's just kind of how, uh, that's the journey that worship tools has been on. So it's been, and it's been a great journey so far. I'm, I'm really always excited and, um, happy to, to hear when, when this, these tools serve, serve someone well. I kind of feel like I need to just pause and go, wait a minute. You designed software in high school? <laughs> Man, I was, funny. I, was, I was working at Dairy Queen, and you're out here <laughs> designing software. Yeah, well, no, I was working at uh, the Dairy Queen, too. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, oh, man. That uh, no, the, um, I was funny. I was looking at some old uh, screenshots uh, that I had saved um, of the original version, and it's, it's, it made me smile. It made me laugh. It's, it's uh, come a long way since then, but... Um, yeah, it was one of those things. It was just like, hey, people just want something that works and that was easy to use. And that's what um, I think I had in mind as well when I was building this. And so that's why it, it kind of it kind of grew from there. So that's just too yeah. cool. And I mean, I mentioned this actually a few episodes ago about how for our church, our entire ministry, our entire media team is all teenagers. Now, like our sound guys, like the the it's, it's really funny. She just left and went to college. She's actually studying, her name's Marissa. She's studying video. Oh, I don't know. Like, I think it's video producing is the official degree down at the university that she's at. But she was our youngest sound tech. She started at like 15 and she was like the best because she was just like, I want to learn every little thing. And, you know, our entire visual media team, they're all teenagers. Our entire live stream team, they're all teenagers. And it's just nuts what happens when us as a church has opened the doors for teenagers to start serving. And then all of a sudden that opportunity that your church gave you, gave you an outlet, which is now, I mean, that's this, it's your career. <laughs> like mm-hmm. worship tools is your life now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just teenagers have, um, you know, a little bit more disposable time usually, I think. So that, that helps with, uh, I miss those days. you can, you can chase. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. Do you think about like, Oh, could I go do something totally unique in my spare time now? It would be, I mean, like, man, I wouldn't have the time, but you know, when you're in high school, if you just want to spend 10, 15 hours a week, trying something new, like developing software, you, you have the time for it. So it's a great time to learn and yeah, become familiar, not with developing software, but, you know, how, how to run an audio console, how to, you know, do do anything in the, te- in the tech world. So that's cool. That's awesome. it, yeah. It's, it's so fun. So, so let's double down on the fact I, I heard you say a few different things. Like, you know, when you first launched worship extreme way back in the day, it was just a free software that you made for yourself. Cause it was fun. It was for the church and you're like, Hey, let's just give this thing away. And so, but what I heard you say is volunteer friendly, easy to use and free. And, you know, mm-hmm. as you guys have developed more and more and more tools, you guys haven't changed that yet. Like I'm looking on the website even right now and you can still access everything for 100% free. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Um, that, I mean, that's still been a, a core belief of mine. And, and even still today is that, um, you know, creating software that's free will, um, cause people to use it, you know, cause people to, to, to try it out. And I think once people give it a try, they realize, oh, this can really serve me and my ministry, uh, well, and they'll, they'll stick with it. So, um, yeah, as we've grown, I mean, all the tools we've had so far, this, we have the presentation software, the planning tool and, uh, music stand, which is a chord sheet and, uh, song lyrics viewer for like your iPad for the musicians in the band. Um, they're all free to use hundred percent free to use. And then we do have a paid tier that unlocks some more advanced features. I mean, that, that's obviously what, what pays the bills, uh, for us, but, um, you know, we always have a 100% free to use tier that yeah, I think it's like 85% of our users are using, you know, so it's, it's, it's a very, wait, wait, wait. so 85% of your user, I mean, that's like, I mean, from a business standpoint, that's like the worst business model ever because, <laughs> and, and, and not to be mean, but more the fact of like, I think this is where the beauty of where you come in is, you know, I see all these other softwares like Proclaim and ProPresenter and every other presentation software out there. And none of them have a like a free or even a freemium version. So, mm-hmm. man, how how just how do you do that? Like that's just incredible. Yeah, well, I, I just believe that you know if we create something that's useful and that that people want to use, they'll use it. And then when they you know when their ministry or their church grows to a point where hey, they need to add a third screen with, you know, different lyrics or some of the more advanced features that we do charge a small monthly fee for, then they're going to go with a worship tools app because it served them so well in the past. And that's worked out, you know, that's worked out, but we always, you know, when we're dreaming up new features, we always think, how can we make the free, our free apps even more valuable and, and serve even more people. And, um, it's just kind of always it's worked for us. Every time we develop more time and more features into our free apps, we've seen a growth in our free users and in our paid users. So um, we just think that's that's the route to go. It serves the church well, and it it's, it allows us to to grow as well. So no, that's game. that's just cool. So um, so you know, with your software, um, you guys primarily focus on how do we plan for a worship service, and then how do we staff it, and then how do we present it. So you might just dive in into your tools and kind of just explaining how each of the tools works and the the biggest need, and I would say even the problem that they solve for pastors. Yeah, absolutely. So there's the three tools, and they all work together. Um, but they all stand alone as well. So uh, Presenter, which is the presentation software, puts up lyrics and pl- plays media on, on, on the screen in front of your congregation during a church service. Or uh, over the past few years, a lot of people have been using it to put lyrics up and play media over a live stream as well. Um, and um, our planning tool is used to schedule volunteers, uh, plan the worship service, like an order of service. So then volunteers can then go into the planning tool, which is through a website or through an app and uh, review the order of service, get their music to practice. If they're a musician, they can see the music and hear the recordings. And then the music stand app, um, it allows them to see their, their chord sheets and their, their music uh, on a tablet. And so they all sync together. So that's the great thing about it. And they, it all syncs together through the cloud, through the internet. So if you create your order of service, say in the planning app, and then you pull up pre-presenter, which is the presentation app, your song lyrics, your songs, your order of service is already right there. So you only have, you only have to create it once. And then same with when you open up music stand, 
your order of service will be there with all the songs there and all the chord sheets pulled in. Um, uh, you know, if, if you have a song select subscription, they get pulled in automatically. So you don't even have to add those things. And that works, you know, in any order, if you create it in presenter, they'll show up in planning and, and music stand. So, um, having that ability to sync all the apps together really allows you to kind of create it once. And then it's good to go for, for anyone who's using, uh, pretty much anything in that service. So, um, it really saves a lot of time and that's, um, you know, it allows for a professional product, a professional rehearsing tool, a professional, whatever you want to call it, but it's, it's done, it's set up in a very quick way. So it doesn't involve a ton of your time, uh, to get set up. And so, um, I think that's why a lot of people, once they try one of the tools, they, they like to adopt the other ones as well, but, um, they can stand alone too. You know, you can use them one off too, but I think the, the syncing uh, feature really brings them, brings them all together. Yeah, that's cool. And I know someone, this might sound like a dumb question, but this is the question that I think is just a fair question to ask. With you saying that they're completely cloud-based, that means they're not tied to any machine, they're not tied to any system, it always is uploading and changing. So theoretically, like a pastor could be on the phone with, you know, you know, we're talking small churches here, so the, the pastor's on the phone with the volunteer worship coordinator, director, leader, whatever you want to call them, and they can literally create a worship service together on one website and everything just syncs together, right? Yep. Yep. That's absolutely right. And, um, you know, another example would be if you're in the middle of a worship service and say the worship leader starts singing a song that wasn't originally planned for the worship service, the, whoever's running the, the presentation computer with presenter, they could quickly add that song and all the musicians with their tablets open with no, music stand. Oh, the song, yeah, the song will just show up right there with the chords in it. And um, uh, it would be ready to go. Or vice versa. I mean, if the worship leader could quickly add it on their tablet, the lyrics would just be ready to go right on the presentation computer. And um, that would, that all syncs, syncs automatically. So That's unreal. Because, I mean, that's, that's a real-life thing. Because I remember, mm-hmm. a, 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 oh, my goodness, I remember this happened one time where the pastor, like, he preached a sermon, and the worship team was set to do a certain song for the closing song. And the pastor's like, you know what? Can we just do this song instead? And everyone just fr- everyone froze, and I had to shoot up into what well, we call it the crow's nest, where our visual media software person. I had to shoot up there to you know get things ready. The worship pastor had his iPad, so he just pulled it up, and they just went acoustic. Like so, everyone's mm-hmm. on stage is just like we we don't know what we're doing. Like we're just we're just gonna <laughs> hang out. And but so so literally though, is someone can pull an audible mid service, and your software just works. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just one person's got to add it to the, to the order and then it'll sync to all the apps and anyone using those apps, it'll, it just syncs. syncs okay. My away, mind so. was just legitimately blown <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, that's a game changer for a small church that's trying to do, you know, do things in orderly, like in an orderly fashion, but also be ready to just change and adjust and, and do what we need to do. And it always seems like you have to pay the the big time like for the big time programs and spend the thousands of dollars on pro presenter or spend the thousand of dollars in integrations when you're like, no, we just offer that for free. Yep. Yep. That's all free. Everything's syncing together, all the apps. I mean, yeah, anything we just talked about is, is all available uh, for free. So that's cool. Now, are we able to like sync like very specific Bible translations and other things into the software? So that way it's just easy to pull up scripture as well. Yeah, absolutely. We have um, a growing number of Bible translations that we offer that you can just download and use 
uh, right in the app. But then we also have the ability to import, you know, uh, an XML Bible, it says, which is a common format that Bibles are sometimes in if we don't have uh, the translation that that you're looking for. But um, we have most of the most of the common ones. And, um, yeah, it's easy. You just have to type in the passage like Mark 1, 1, and then it brings it in. So. No, that's really neat. And then I know this is another question that a lot of pastors, you know, we we talk about is motion graphics, like motion, you know, motion graphic backgrounds. Right now, they're the, well, they, even not right now, I would say in the, what, last 10 years, they've been the most super popular thing. And there's been entire companies that are built off of just creating these motion graphic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Now, does worship tools come stock with those? Are we able to import those in? Like, how does that work with worship tools? Yeah, worship tools comes with a, uh, a, a collection of them. And then we're, we have a team of people that are on our team that create new ones every single month as, lo- as well as slide templates, which are um, kind of like graphics for your announcements or for your sermon templates. Um, and they're, they're pumping out new ones every single month. And um, as part of a, one of the subscriptions with Worship Tools, you can get access to every single one of those. But we give away about three or four of them for free every single month as well. And, um, yeah, it makes it real easy. They look really sharp. They do. They do. My team does a great job. I have to brag on them a little bit. (laughs) They do a great job. And, um, uh, you know, it's, they're just cool. Like, um, if anyone's not familiar, it'll be like uh, more abstract looking motion kind of movement stuff. That's, uh, easy to put lyrics over that, that isn't distracting at all. Um, which just really gives a kind of professional, um, kind of enhancement to the, uh, to to your lyrics or to your to your presentation, so yeah, and really it doesn't just, look cheap and cheesy. How about no, that? Oh yeah, just easy to pick <laughs> them and, and drop them in, and um, yeah, you can create something that looks pretty cool in a, in a matter of seconds. So. That's just unreal because, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest selling point that you guys have with going to more of the premium version is for just a small little investment into the software that already works with all the other things that you need to pull off with a worship service. Pastors are also able to get free sermon graphics. And now are they able to edit those right in your software as well or do they have to like export it and re-import it? No, they can. So the the graphics are kind of, uh, they'll be more like, um, what's a good example? Almost like a, like a PowerPoint template. So it'll be, um, it'll have a kind of like a title or, or a graphic on the side and then like a space for you, for you write and presenter to put in your um, scripture or your announcements, bullet points or, or whatever you're looking to put on top of them. Um, so you, you do that, all of that editing right and presenter. And then are pastors able to export those out so they can use them as social media graphics as well? Can't export them out of presenter at right now at, at the moment. I know you can do, um, you can, oh yeah, that's not true. You can export them as like a graphic, like yeah, a, like just, a still like image. image but, yeah, still image. Yeah, yeah not, so not as a motion graphic. Yeah, correct. So you could export them as a still graphic and then, um, yeah, you, and Adam, use a photo editing software or something to kind of do your, make your own look to them as well. So that, that is an option as well. But like all, all I'm hearing you say is the fact of you guys are the one-stop shop for everything. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm thinking, you know, small church pastor, bivocational. Um, and I know I have, a, I have a lot of conversation with pastors who are like, I just don't know technology that well. Mm-hmm. With your tools, you guys can literally build a entire worship set, have your sermon graphics ready to go, have your all your notes ready to go, export those as JPEG so you can use them as your social media channels. Uh, I, I still ask the question, how do you, 
how do you keep this going so well? And and you don't even charge a cent for some of these basics. Now, now of course, you know, the motion graphics and the sermon slides and all that kind of stuff. But it's more the fact of I'm just dumbfounded the fact that you made such a beautiful program for pastors and small churches just to use and to to utilize and enhance their worship experiences. Like that, this is just awesome, man. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, we, you know, we. that's one thing we're always thinking of. We're thinking of, Hey, this is a small team, uh, a primary, primarily a volunteer team. You know, how do we best uh, serve them? How do we create tools that, that serve them well? You know, um, you know, churches that got full-time staff to do everything. Um, you know, there's, there's already a ton of products for them to use. And that, and that's really kind of not our, uh, group of churches that, that we're trying to serve. So, um, yeah, that's what kind of I think makes us a little bit different and what uh, kind of we have a different cap on when we're thinking of these things. So, Yeah, so if you don't mind transitioning out of presenter and going into the, the well, you guys just call it planning, right? Worship tools planning? Yep. So yep. with worship tools plannings, uh, if you don't mind me asking this question, is there a big difference between worship tools planning and a church management software? Like with planning, are people still able to have profiles and see all their, when they're scheduled, how they're scheduled, and all those different things? Or what's the big difference between that and using like a church management software to do all this? Yeah, so pl- planning is primarily built around planning your um, your worship service, worship services. So you can you know make your order of service, add your volunteers, and volunteers can then go in and then they can accept or decline uh, a request to serve as as, as a role in the service, um, and they can get their materials to rehearse in there. Um, I think more of a church management software is probably geared to more of like uh, managing. Uh, like anyone who attends the church and the giving and all that and planning is more geared towards uh, specifically the worship service and those involved in uh, making the worship service uh, happen. So how would a pastor use the planning software to basically plan the whole service? Like, is this something that they can use for the entire church, including children's ministry, or is this primarily just for the Sunday morning worship service? Yeah, you could use it for, uh, for, all parts, the, any, any part that involves scheduling volunteers, I think it would be a great, great tool to use. So, um, there's obviously the, the order of service where you can lay out, you know, that your order of service, Hey, we're going to do these songs. Then we're going to have these announcements. Then we're going to do, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, closing elements or whatever, you know, you can lay out your order of service in that way that might be specific to the you know, the Sunday morning service, but there's a whole um, area to schedule your volunteers as well that are tied to a Sunday service. So that could be musicians, ushers, things like that, but could also be children's ministry volunteers um, and things like that. And it'll notify volunteers via email that they've been scheduled or, and it'll also notify them on their phones if they have the planning app installed, like a push notification. And then it'll also notify you as the pastor that someone has accepted or they've have declined and then you know to to maybe search for someone else or ask someone else um, so it keeps you it keeps it all in one place and then you can go in as a pastor and say oh here's my all my volunteers for Sunday morning these are the people who have said yes they'll be there these are the people who said they can't be there and these are the people who said they're there they haven't responded yet and also from there there's a place to communicate with anyone who's scheduled for a certain Sunday so you can say hey I want to email everyone who's scheduled for this coming Sunday, May 1st. 
and then you can uh, type your message and it'll get, get sent out to everyone via email and also via phone. We're finding that a lot of people, especially younger people nowadays, don't check their email. So we're making sure <laughs> to true. include all the, all the push notifications to their phones as well. Um, and you can also email people based on their role as well. So you can communicate, hey, I want to email everyone who serves in the tr- children's ministry. And you can use it in that way as, as well. So in that sense, it's very similar to a, to a church management tool. Um, that allows you to communicate with, with everyone pretty easily without having to manage all those email addresses and everything yourself. So with planning the free version versus the paid version, what's the big difference between those two? Like what, what's behind the paid wall? <laughs> uh, yeah. So you get pretty much everything is in, everything is in planning. There's only one part that's behind the, uh, the paid wall and that's the ability to have uh, like chat threads um, similar to um like Slack or um, uh, what would be another one? Uh, Skype, AIM. You know, AIM is really dating me, but you know what I mean? So you, you can have a... AIM in 2022. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> AOL Instant Messenger for all the all yeah. the youngins. Yeah. Oh, I, I miss AOL Instant Messenger, man. So oh, that's I miss one of the it. features that you can uh, unlock with the, with the paid tier. So that's 15 bucks a month for your whole church. And then that will allow you to do a uh, chat thread so you can chat with everyone in, in real time. And then... Uh, and you can group them by however you want to group, you know, Hey, this is a chat thread for everyone that's playing Sunday morning. And then you can uh, chat with everyone there. That's um, really cool. Yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty cool and pretty fun too. So if you don't mind me asking this little part, and I know this is kind of getting into the weeds a little bit, but in case someone doesn't know when someone sees the word CCLI or song select integration with rehearse for the, you know, for, for the actual planning portion, but then also presenter, what exactly does that mean? So CCLI has a product called song select that is just a huge database of songs. And in there is song lyrics, song chord charts, uh, vocal sheets, things like that. And worship tools has a, the ability to connect to song select. So if you have a song select subscription, um, that you've purchased through CCLI, you can connect it to worship tools. And then that's how you can get all the the access to everything. So basically you just have to type a name of a song and then press enter. And then you get all the lyrics, all the chord charts in any key. They all just come into worship tools. So you don't have to type lyrics for songs. So it can really, really save, um, you know, save a lot of time. And one thing that's unique to worship tools is if you have a copyright license with, CCLI, you automatically get all lyrics access to worship tools. And this is something that's unique to worship tools. Not other uh, uh, presentation softwares have this. Uh, You'll have to have a separate song select subscription. But um, yeah, you're right. This is kind of getting into the weeds. But basically, if you have a copyright license with CCLI, you'll be able to access any lyrics you want in the song select database um, just by typing in the name of the song. And then to get uh, the chord charts, uh, you know, those come through song select as well. And so literally you can save a whole bunch of time just using your software, hooking it up with your CCLI license where when you import it into, you know, into plan or planning, that also goes to presenter as well, right? Like once you have it in one, you have it in all places, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So if you add a song in planning, it it gets put in presenter and music stand. Or if you add a song in music stand, it gets put into presenter and planning. And um, you also can do the same in in the, with the music stand app, you can import stuff uh, from praise charts as well. Um, they create, uh, lead sheets and, and, and different uh, parts for different songs as well. And so you can do the same thing by just typing in the name of the song and, you know, it just comes right in. 
Oh, that's just super cool. Now, this might be a bit of a nerdy question that only I care about. <laughs> but when someone puts a song into planning for rehearsal, do you guys have a um, not just a transposing the chord sheets ability, but do you have a way to transpose the music as well? Because I know that was one of the big selling points for Planning Center for years. Like the audio, the audio, the audio sample? Yeah. No, no, that's not something we have at the moment, but we have uh, had a few people uh, uh, suggest that as well. So that might have to come up on the docket for next uh, next thing. But I will mention one thing that we do have um, that you can connect. You can connect to, to planning. You can connect to your Spotify or Apple Music subscription if you have one. And that allows your volunteers to listen to full length uh, songs when they're when they're rehearsing. So, um, if they have Spotify, they, you know, they just have to connect it. And then now they have access to all the recordings that, you know, you would normally find in Spotify, but they're grouped by whatever songs you're doing that week on Sunday. And so that allows you to, for them to listen to the full song without needing to go, you know, find it on YouTube or something like that. Oh, that's cool. And then yeah. are, are worship pastors able to put in like their own recorded stuff? Like if they're doing oh, kind yeah. of like a mashup, they can record it and then put it in. Absolutely. Yeah. You can upload your own MP3 files, uh, as well for your team to listen to. See, I'm hearing you say all this, Adam, but I'm like, this just seems too good to be true, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you got to give it a try. <laughs> That's just so cool. And, and that was what this conversation was all about is the fact of how do we plan staff and present a Sunday morning worship service? And you just flat out said we could do all of it down to the nitty gritty of chord charts and volunteers and communication and then sync it all together and then slap it up on the screen for completely free with you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then is the plan always going to be free or is it one of those like, you know, the software's like, hey, we'll do free. And then, you know, Netflix where it's like, oh, all of a sudden now it costs as much as your entire mortgage. <laughs> no, our, our, uh, we're always going to do free. It's, um, uh, you know, it's what people uh, want to see. It's it, like I mentioned before, the huge chunk of our users are are using free and, um, it, you know, it works. It works for everyone. So we, we don't see any immediate or even long term reason to stop doing that. So. It'll be free for a long time. Put it that way. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So if you don't mind me asking this, so what's coming down the pike with worship tools? Like you guys have anything in your back pocket that you're working on that we should be excited about? Or is that more of a hush hush until until almost launch time for things? <laughs> well, we always have things that, that we're working on. You know, I want to make sure we're um, kind of close to being able to deliver them before I talk about them. But, you know, we just launched the planning tool last year. It was a a brand new tool for us. And so, you know, we're constantly every, every few weeks or so rolling out, um, new features for that tool. Like just recently we launched the ability to, you know, it's a simple, but we just launched it last week, the ability to sort your songs by when the last time you used them, you know, on a Sunday morning. Mm. So this isn't something like where we rolled out last year and then they were just done or constantly. And that's one of the great things about, you know, any tool that's cloud-based or, you know, a subscription tool is that, you know, you always have the latest version. You always have the, you know, the newest updates. It's all included. So, um, you know, as we roll out new features, they'll, they'll come there. But we're also working on a, a kind of a refresh of Presenter. We're bringing in a brand new slide editor that's going to make uh, editing slides uh, much easier and, and much more flexible. And uh, I think we'll be able to bring in a lot of a lot more templates with that as well. So I'm really excited about that, but, um, yeah, we're always launching new stuff. The, the praise charts thing I mentioned before the integration with praise charts just went live two weeks ago. So, so you guys um, are always adapting, always developing and always trying to take care of your user base. 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And as we, you know, dream of something fun to, oh, this would be so cool. You know, our team is just excited to excited to do it. And then we're always even more excited to show our users and uh, just show them like, hey, we, this is so cool. You know, you can do this now and this will save you so much time. And it's, uh, that's we, we get a lot of joy of, of, of sharing that as well with our with our that's, users. That's so cool. And, and this question just popped in my head now, kind of going back to presenter when you said the slide editor. Is there like a default template that you guys have where pastors don't even need to design these slides like they just you know we bring in amazing grace or this is amazing grace we bring in um death was arrested we bring in uh, lord i need you and do they all just look the same or do they have to do a lot of editing in that no we have um uh, the ability so when you import a song you can pick how many like lines per slide you want you know if you're if you if you show four lines a slide or if you show two lines of lyrics per slide you know that's easily you, know, you just pick it from the drop down and then we have in presenter, it's called templates. And so you create one template and you assign it to the song. And then therefore in the future, if you want to change the look or you move to a different venue that has a different look or whatever, it's very easy to just open up the template, change the font, change the size or whatever type of formatting you want to change, save it. And then all your songs with that template that now look correct uh, for uh, to, to show with that, with that new look. So it's, it's very easy to, to manage songs. And so, you know, if, if, it, if there's, I know a lot of folks, um, use PowerPoint, that's the, still the number one church presentation software used is PowerPoint. So, yep, sure is. um, you know, it's, I, I just feel, uh, so strongly of how much time you can save moving away from PowerPoint, if you're still using it to just uh, give presenter a try. So, um, yeah, anything, cause it, I mean, the number one thing is this, the database of songs. It just makes it so easy to, uh, to bring in songs and change songs and, and change the order and really can just make, make your life a lot easier. That's just it. Like I'm just hearing you talk and I'm like, literally a, a pastor or a volunteer could be chilling in their bed at midnight, playing the entire worship service and then walk in on Thursday rehearsal and it's just ready to go. And Absolutely. so, so if you're a small church pastor, small church communicator out there, and you're already using a tool that's working for you, great, double down, learn it even better. But if you're still using Google Slides or Pro or not Pro Presenter, Google Slides or PowerPoint or text threads or Excel documents or these really weird, I mean, let's be honest, churches get very creative on how to save money. We don't need mm-hmm. to be creative anymore using your guys' stuff, Adam. So that's just the this is just the coolest thing ever, man. You you just you developed probably the biggest time saver for the small church out there. Like this has got to be it. Yeah, and the the um, one other thing I'll mention too, as you were just sharing that, uh, you know, because it's all syncs with the cloud, you can you know be sitting at home in your bed, like you said, working on the slides on your say your personal laptop, and then when you go to church and log in on Thursday for rehearsal. Um, you know, all your stuff is ready to go. It syncs, it just syncs from computer to computer automatically. And not only is that great because you don't have to worry about transferring computers or files, but it also means it's uh, completely backed up too, which is great. If something would happen to the computer, you know, you just have to, you know, bring a new computer in, log in, and you'd be good to go. So here's one last random question that just popped in my head. Cause I know there's a lot of churches that live in very rural parts of, you know, just America mm-hmm. and internet's not always great. What happens if a church's A, either doesn't have great internet or B, their internet goes down? Is there backup things that you guys have in place or is it one of those things where you guys, if the internet goes out, it goes out? No, it's so it, uh, presenter, for example, syncs with the cloud. So, but if your internet would go out, anything that already 
uh, sync to your computer would be good to go. So if oh, you're in the middle cool. of a presentation, for example, and your internet goes out, it, you know, it'd be no big deal because everything you, you need is already, uh, already on your computer. Same with music stand. You can use music stand completely on a tablet without the internet. Um, you'll just lose some of those, you know, like we just talked about before, like where you can add a song last minute and it gets synced to all the devices. Like obviously you need an internet connection for that sync to happen. But as far as anything that's already on the device, it's, it's already on the device and it's good to be used offline. So yeah, no worries about that. I know it's sometimes, so we just had a, just was talking with a guy who their internet doesn't go out on Sunday morning, but so many people come and connect to the Wi-Fi when the service starts that their internet kind of goes out. And so <laughs> he doesn't have a, a active or a reliable connection. And it's like, you know, no, no problems there at all. Everything runs off your local computer. So, so you won't have any issues here. I'm sold, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sold. And if another small church pastor is listening and they're sold as well, where can they go to learn more about just the, you know, the worship tools and even the community that you built? Yeah. So our website is worshiptools.com. And, um, we also have a great Facebook user community as well. If you're on Facebook and it's uh, people just chatting about what they're doing with worship tools, but it's also uh, just a great community of, of people who are tech leaders at their church or pastors at their church, just asking tech questions. Um, so that's a great place to learn more. And we're also starting a few uh, like live uh, webinars that we're starting live trainings where you can get certified worship tools certified. So those worship are tools certified. Yeah. So there's <laughs> just a great, great short training that you can attend and bring any volunteers you want to bring bring with. And, um, we're going to kind of dive in depth and, and go over the basics, but then also some more specific features and they're interactive as well. So if you're someone who's, you know, maybe you're a little tech savvy, but this kind of sounds maybe daunting to try something completely new. Um, we'd love to walk you through it. That's just all I got to say. So yeah, I've, it, on our website as well, it's under support. It's called live trainings and uh, you can sign up for one of those. That's just legit. Well, Hey Adam, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast again, man. So thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's uh, uh, great to be a part of your your podcast. Awesome. And seriously, guys, I will have all the links to literally the entire, everything, everything Adam said in the show notes. So the best place to find those show notes is over on the website, smallchurch.media. Click the podcast tab or the just scroll down a little bit. Click this specific episode. We're trying to keep things as clean and easy as we can on the website, just so you can have access to all the links that you need. So all the links to worship tools, to the Facebook groups, to all the things will be listed there in the show notes. So Adam, before I let you go, is there anything you feel like you need to get off your chest about worship tools before we end this conversation? No, I feel like we've covered a lot of it. Yeah, I would just say feel free to reach out to us too. We have a great, great support team as well. We're happy to answer any questions, um, you know, whether you're a, a, one of our fr- many free users or a paid user. I mean, we'll, we'll help you out in any way we can. So Awesome. Well, hey, thanks again, Adam. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation that we had today with, again, Adam Meyer of Worship Tools. You can get all of the links that we talked about here in this conversation over in our show notes, and you can find our show notes over at smallchurch.media. Click the podcast tab and then scroll down to the most recent episode block. Click that little image and you'll be taken right to all the show notes. But everything you need to know and learn about worship tools and sign up for, you don't even need a free trial. That's the really cool thing. You could just sign up and it's completely free and you will never get charged as long as you stay inside those those free programs that they offer for you guys. You can learn all about their resources over at worshiptools.com. 
And I want to make sure I mention this as well. Um, Adam and I were talking after we were all done recording that episode, and he informed me that they are actually doing a live training and certification in the fundamentals of worship tools where you can literally get started and not even just see how to do it, but be actually walked alongside by Adam and his team to show you how you can use worship tools in your church. That day is May 23rd at 11 a.m. I believe that's Eastern Standing Standard Time. It costs 10 bucks to do it, which I think is actually kind of a nice little thing where 10 bucks to be trained and then free forever to use the tools. You just can't beat it. And that training will last about 90 minutes. You can learn all about that training over at their website, worshiptools.com, hover it over the support tab and click the live training. But I'll also include the link to that in the show notes. So make sure you go to the show notes where you can find the website for worship tools, but also for the live training that's going to happen on Monday, May 23rd at 11 a.m. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you again this week over here on the Small Church Media Podcast. Remember, go over to smallchurch.media where you can download different type of sermon graphic packages. You can download different social media graphic packages. You can also download this year's Mother's Day graphic package over there on the website. Again, I've said this a thousand times. I'm sure you know it by now, but smallchurch.media. And if this episode has been an encouragement to you, it would mean the world to me if you are on Spotify to leave a rating. Or if you are on Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and review, that just helps us out in the algorithms for other people who are looking for podcasts like this. Find it in their feeds. But And if you have another small church pastor friend that you know of, or if you're a part of some sort of group, whether an association or some sort of local body, it would mean the world to me if you pass along these episodes to other small church pastors just like you so we can continue to just teach and edify and just come alongside more small churches and just help them understand media and how to use media to both grow the faith of the people inside the church, but also reach new people for Jesus Christ every single day. It's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you guys again this week. Come back next week for another tremendous conversation. But until then, hit up those free resources and we will see you next week on the Small Church Media Podcast.